This is John Tomei Productions, Urban Podcast. I am your host, John 2IG. And today, I got my very special guest and my good friend and comrade, uh, Mr. Dudamus Maximus. And we are going on episode 25. Yes, sir, we are. And uh, today's topic of discussion will be keeping it real in a fake world. But before I say anything, before we go into the, into the topic, I wanted to uh, give you guys a, a website to a missing uh, children's and, and a people link all together, uh, missing uh, women, men's, women, and children. It's a wonderful link I came across. It's called Plate Pit. And that's WWPL8, the number 8, PIC. And check it out because they, they come across you know there's a, there's a lot of missing people there if you see them you know they will give you updates if they've been found and it's, it's a great it's a really great app to download on your phone and something you should definitely check out and also we have absolutely want to uh, give out the uh, missing kids 1-800 line 1-800-843-5678 you come across any missing children out there in the stratosphere and out there uh, in your neighborhoods, if you know any missing missing children, make sure to call that number. Now, without further ado, Mr. Maximus, my friend, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing excellent. Today was a great day. Um, this weekend was a great weekend. I barbecued both days. Uh, that's kind of a throwback thing that throwbacks like to do. A lot of young folks don't like to do. So um, I just want to uh, give a shout out to my man, Mr. John Tuaji here. Passing on some information like that about missing people, missing kids, missing men, women. It's important. These people need to be found. These people are somebody's relatives. They're the, pe the people that you see at church on Sunday. They're the people that you may work with. They are the people you see in the grocery store. These people need to be found. So do what you can. Keep an eye out and do the best you can. Uh, today's episode, we'll be talking about keeping it real in a fake world. And of course, Dudamus Maximus here, your special guest. I've been doing a little bit on my podcast. I've been kind of on a hiatus, but took the advantage of coming over. Mr. Aji invited me. So here I am. Hey, and uh, see what, now what you're doing over there on your podcast, my brother, is, is keeping it all the way thousand percent real, man. Helping caregivers and helping them get through their, you know, through their, you know, uh, different um, emotional, you know, uh, challenges, challenges and crisis and different things man that that is that is the most admirable one of the most admirable things man i was i, I can definitely tip my hat to that man respect it i don't think nobody else can you know uh that's got that's got to be uh, one of the greatest challenges in life is not only taking care of yourself but also looking after someone who can't look after themselves. yes and it's not just people who are married and thank you for that i appreciate that uh it's not just people who are married there's people who are out there that have a son a daughter a cousin their mom, their dad, those people, they have to be looked out for because once again, like Mr. Aji said, you cannot, they cannot look out for themselves. So the bit that you can put in, the part that you can help, even the frustrating portions, it will definitely be a, a thing that's admirable to do only because it brings you self-worth. You know that you contributed before either that person passed or got into a more serious condition that you gave it your best, you gave it your all, man. You did what you could for that person. You made their quality of life a lot better. That's just the way I see it. Yeah, I, I'll take a quote, man. I, I mean, that, that's 100% real, and I can def, that definitely resonate, resonates with my soul. Uh, but I wanted to uh, take a quote 
from uh, uh, Ghetto Boys, a song I heard several years ago. He said, uh, I think the same name of it, I tried. You know, I said, I tried to do the best I could. I guess sometimes my best wasn't good, but I tried. You know, uh, that's very, very heavy, man. That, that's, that's uh, you know what I mean? Because I put it like this. If you're walking down the street, for example, you're walking down the middle, of, you're walking down a, you know, a sidewalk or something. You pass someone that you never met in your life. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know their past, their present, or where they're going. You only, you only, as humans, and I heard this, I forget where I heard this from, but it's, oh, Darren Daly. Sometimes yeah. as humans, we're selfish. Yes. You know, we're, we're selfish. You know, we, we tend to focus on what it is we're doing and, uh, and, and not really thinking about where someone else is going or where they come from. And, uh, that's very deep. I mean, that, that, you know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, but that's, that's, that's true to life. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, Hey, I need this over here or, Hey, I'm coming to buy, you know, it's like you go into a store and say, look, I want to buy a bar of, uh, a, soap. a soap, right? I want to buy a bar, buy a bar of soap. And the person that's selling it to you may need a bar of soap. You see? Right. They can't afford to buy it, but they sell it to you, you know, because they're trying to get the money to buy a bar or so, you know, you just, you just never know, man. I mean, you just never know a person's path or, or direction or, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be spiritual, but you don't know what, what, what God didn't touch them. How, you know, sometimes, you know, God will use people as vessels, you know what I'm saying? That is correct. To, God, you know, put you in a certain projection, like you might be doing wrong, you know? You might be on, on the wrong path over here. Then God will touch you and say, no, nah, I want you to go over here. You know, you, you taking all this over here. You're like, no, nah, I want to go over here. You know? Right. God say, no, nah, I want you to go over here. You know? And he's going he gonna, to he gonna make sure, he's going to put people in your path, put things in your path to make you get right on back on that right trajectory that's going to do the things that's going to manifest and benefit, bring happiness and joy in your life. Mr. Aji, I think that's how we met. If you stop and think back about it. Uh, yes, sir. You, you were on a path that you didn't enjoy. And I had just come on one that I did enjoy and our paths crossed and sure. tried to, you know, share some enjoyment with you and say, hey, yes, life sucks. It's, it's going to get harder and harder. Technology brings these hard things to us and stuff. And that's why it was difficult for me to uh, go through the situation I was. But when I saw that my friend, Mr. Aji was. Uh, it put me on the path to that. And then what ultimately when our paths crossed is when I came over to help Mr. Aji fix the air conditioner's car because I knew it was going to get hot, man. That's what throwbacks do. They help each other and make sure that the, uh, the other person has exactly what they need. I mean, you, you may not be able to uh, have a million dollars to loan them or you know, be able to buy them a house or anything like that. I mean, only people that hit the lottery and people with old money have that kind of stuff. But you need to uh, just look out for other people. I mean, make sure that other people are taken care of. And like on our subject today, keeping it real in a fake world, here's a great example of some of the things that happened. The other day, I was driving down the street and I noticed there was a little tiny woman trying to change the flat tire on her car. And I could not get turned around fast enough to go back and help her. And when I did, she jumped in her car. She was scared. I just walked up and I had my work uniform on and everything. It was clear exactly where I worked. And I was being sincere and said, hey, can I help you change your tire? And her reaction, because this is such a fake world nowadays, is that she jumped in her car to hide. And she barely rolled down her window. And I said, ma'am, if you don't mind, I'll change this tire for you. And um, as I got to my truck and got the four-way 
wrench out to go ahead and take the lug nuts off because she already had it jacked up. And she had the spare out, but she couldn't loosen up the lug nuts. So I loosened them up for her, and I went ahead and changed the tire and let it back down. She got out of her car and gave me a little hug and thanked me. And I was like, it's okay. I'm a throwback. And I do this kind of <laughs> stuff from the generation that I was raised. This is what you do. You help people. You see a woman that needs help, you get out and help them. Right. Even though it freaks them out, you get out and help them. Man, there's nothing. You see, that's the old man. Thank you, bro. You're welcome. Because, you know, there's nothing like old school chivalry. Chivalry, you know I mean? chivalry. Old school chivalry is really, I, I think it's making a comeback, bro. I, th- I think I think it has a lot to do with the, uh, the mentality of the people. The circle, you know what I mean? Right. What's in your stratosphere, you know what I'm saying? And also what you attract, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I put it like, well, sometimes that works, sometimes it don't. But you could be the most positive person and be in the, in the most, it's like, Say, for instance, uh, you just won uh, the lottery, right? And you go back to your old neighborhood. No matter who, where you're from, who you are, where the ethnicity you come from. You're just feeling good about yourself. Or you might have won, went to the casino and you might have won, hell, $2,000. You know, went in there with $2 and won $2,000. And you go back to your old neighborhood and uh, you say, hey, won $2,000, guys. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what you guys want to do? Want to celebrate? They'll celebrate with you. You know, but uh, when you go broke again, you ain't gonna be able to find the motherfuckers no goddamn where. You nope. know why? That's why? Because they didn't fucking love you in the first goddamn play. They wouldn't celebrate you with, with, with you when you was broke. You that see? is true. Yeah, because a true friend, a true throwback friend, or somebody that is says that your friend will be with you in the bad times as well as the good times. Of that, there is no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a part of one good thing about being a throwback is that we came from that mentality. It was way before technology. And um, I can remember watching Starskin Hutch, the TV show, oh, and wow. they had a, a corded di- a dial, I mean, a pigtail corded phone in their car. And I said, man, this is like 1976. I said, man, when I get older, I want one of those. And now everybody walks around with it. And there's the problem. Because everybody walks around with them, it's kind of dumbing people up a little bit. And it changes their perspective, man. Their attention span is shorter because mm. of the stuff, that the apps that they're on. Um, it makes them, they couldn't tell you the address, give you directions on how to get over to point A, get from point A over to point B, even though there's a left, a right, and a left. People are throwbacks like me. I give you exact directions. I'll tell you what's on the street corners because I pay attention. You had to, back in the day, pay attention. So paying attention is a big part about being a throwback. Right back to the story about the lady changing her tire. I just happened to look over and see her struggling. And I didn't, you know, I don't have any kids. I don't have a wife now that she's dead. I don't have parents. I've got nobody. So the more good karma that I can put out there as a throwback, that's what I'm going to do. Well, I ain't told you before, motherfucker. You got yeah. brothers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm oh, still, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got brother over, you know, I'm still your brother. Yeah. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. That's I, why I, I helped you fix your air conditioner, man. Because I, yeah. I drove by one day and saw you in your car and you looked hot. So I yeah. said, this weekend, I don't give a crap. Whatever, anything else I'm doing, make sure that my brother gets his air conditioner fixed. And that's, that's, another, that's another flip back of the throwbacks because throwbacks don't ask nobody for nothing. It just, it just you know, the real throwbacks recognize and just don't, don't, don't do it. Yes. You know what I mean? They're going to they gonna assist, you know, and this, this, and that. And the real throwbacks going to, you know, like persist. Be like, thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever you need, bro, I got you. You know what I'm saying? We ain't also gonna recognize real recognize real man real recognizes you know? real that man. is so spiritual the way you say that you know? too that's true man i mean you know uh uh bro i i uh 
I, you know, I'm real quick. I, I, I wanted to share something today and that's kind of personal. I'm not gonna get too deep in details about it, but uh, there was some shit that happened to me today that almost sent me over the cliff. You know, if I, if I, I put it like this, it would have sent me over the cliff had I allowed it to. Yep. If, had I allowed that, you know, that that demon spirit, you know, to to, to interject, you know, saying the 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 path of righteousness that I chose to travel to down. try to travel that way. Yeah. You feel me? You know? And uh, you know, but every now and then, you know, I got I gotta reach back to some throwback. I gotta I gotta holler at something like say like I mean the real ones. Now the real ones know because they you know we didn't all walk the same plank before. Yeah. You know, it was like, nope, you gonna get on back over here. No, 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 bro. No, no, you come on over here. You see? But now now nowadays I I, I can't speak for everybody, but nowadays things are so accessible to you. Uh, failure and all this is so accessible to you that people are willing to forgive even after you die. I'm thinking, man, look here. When you die, it don't matter. You, you can't get that. You can't. You only got one life, and you can't get none of that time back. You sure nope. can't take your freedom back. Nope. Once they take you from you. Once once those three things are taken from you, you can't get none of them back. What well, one thing I learned from my situation and yours was a, a a blow today. His was a situation and. He said he needed to have somebody around him, man. I came right over. I was on my way home from work. I turned and came this direction because, right. you know, throwbacks support throwbacks. It's just like caretakers should support other caretakers. Throwbacks support other throwbacks, man. We, we can be the voice of reason when sometimes the reason isn't there. But going back to our topic today, some of the young folks don't have thicker skin as us. Because of our thicker skin, we know what it takes to go ahead and help somebody and make it right, their situation right. Okay, let me take that back. We may not be able to make it right, but we can at least make it more viewable where it's easier to swallow. Okay, because some people can't make things right. Uh, but you can offer advice, you know, he will have you look from this direction, have you look from this direction. Well, younger folks, the new generation, a lot of people, they will say one thing and do another because of their skin isn't thick enough yet. Mm-hmm. And they, they feel like it is and they feel like they know everything and they want it right now. But we as throwbacks know that you have to earn that, man. It's like um, street credibility. You can't just go out into the streets and say, I'm bad. You have to go and have friends out there and you have to have connections in different places and stuff. And then people recognize you that you're a good person. But you can't be mean if you have to. But for the most part of it, you're a great person. So uh, Mr. Aji is a great person. When he called me and said that, I was like, hey, I'm on my way, man. Well, th- thank you. And thank you, Mr. Maximus. You know what I'm saying? You're you're a great person. I mean, you know, the thing is, man, is uh, you know, uh, you know, life is gonna life life is a trip, man. It's gonna it's gonna take you places, you know what I'm saying? So I guess to sum it up in the in the topic, I mean, at least as far as is my from my point of view, keeping it real in the fake worlds, man, is keeping it true with yourself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're gonna hang out be around a bunch of gangsters or if you're going to be in that street element or if you're going to you know uh do certain things that's going to uh, compromise who you really are but if you ain't about that life then don't get in that life you're you know not being shot <laughs> you know i mean just don't 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 partake in that you know what i'm saying i mean now if you're now if you're a, a, a person who grew up in around certain things and this and that respect the game but don't partake in it don't 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 it's like are you going to jump off a bridge, a six-story bridge, into a snake pit, you know, with no water, knowing you can't swim? It makes no sense. 
And especially because all the people around you are doing it and you think it's cool that they're doing it. Just because people are doing stuff may not necessarily mean it's cool, man. You, you have to really know what cool is. And a lot of, uh, and I'm not just trying to dog younger people, a lot of people, people don't know what cool is yet, but they get so surrounded in their technology, but they look at other people, for instance, uh, say the app TikTok. All these women emulate each other. They all get all made up and then they do these little dances and stuff. It's because they're trending. There's that word trending nowadays. We didn't have that when we were kids. There was no such thing as trending. You were the cooler you weren't, you know, and if you were cool, you knew you were cool. And if you weren't, you probably knew you were. Here's an example. Uh, Happy Days. Yeah, Happy Days. Yeah. Happy Days. The Fonzie Fonz was one of the coolest motherfuckers. I mean, I remember, do you remember the first, like, the first season of the Happy Days, bro? Yeah. When the Fonz didn't say shit. Yeah, he was he, scared to ride a motorcycle. I mean, I mean, I mean, he was just quiet. He didn't have no dialogue. I mean, he was just, he was just, just would pop up. He was like a figure of uh, people in Magination, you know? And, you know, he just, pop, people, people pop up, you know, Richie and, uh, what's the other one? Potsy, Potsy and, and Ralph Mouth. Ralph Mouth. And, and Joni. Richie. Joni, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was about, to, I, I remember the one episode when they was about to get beat up by this motorcycle gang. Yeah, the Falcons. Right? Okay. And the Fonz pulled up, right? And uh, he had he had a, a leather jacket, black leather jacket, and shades on. He just pulled up, and the rest of the cats were like, "Oh, oh, oh, Fonz, we we didn't know you were here." Whoa, 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 whoa! And they just pulled off. They just took off, right? You know, and, 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 and classic example. Check it out, though. But but the Fonz was like, you know, he didn't say nothing. But Richie then was talking on all talking, and uh, hey, Fonz, you know, blah blah blah. Fonz like, you know, didn't say shit, right? Got the motorcycle. This is one of the coolest episodes ever, too. Got the motorcycle and uh, went into, uh, what was it, Owls? Owls Drive. Owls Drive In. Went yeah. into Big Owls Drive In. Snapped his fingers. All the chicks went, Zoop. straight. You know what I'm saying? Him. And he just did a little kick on the jukebox and, you know, the music, music started, playing. started playing. You know what I'm saying? Now, in real life, that's not true. That's right. just not real life. But it, but it looked cool on television. You know, it, looked, it means something like that on television or on the internet looks really, really cool. But in real life, if you do certain things, you, if you're watching like cats emulate certain behavior, on um, I mean that's not. I mean if you if they're doing that in your face, I guarantee you, man, they, they're gonna catch many, many. They're gonna catch a case. They're yes. gonna they're gonna go to prison. Yes. They're gonna they, they're gonna they're gonna dime you out. They're gonna fucking man. Nah, this, if you don't remember nothing else, I tell you. You know what I'm saying? I know Mister. I know Mister. Massman gonna say the same thing, dude. Don't believe every fucking thing you see. Don't believe. Correct. It. Don't believe the hype. I'm pe- uh, uh, Chuck, Chuck D. Yep. Chuck D. said it. And public best enemy. Yep. Thirty fucking years ago. Yep. Don't believe the fucking hype, man. Yep. That shit is fake. It's not real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Things that you see on TV. Don't follow these celebrities. You know. Don't don't follow these damn uh, sports cats. You know they're all chasing the bag, man. You know. Real cats. You want to know what real cats are? Real cats are getting up every day. Working nine to five, working nine to twelve to fifteen, to getting out there, man, trying to trying to make a difference, trying to, you know, teach teach you the younger teach. folks. You know, those are the real ones. You know, those are the real ones. Real, the real, real. Well, well, classic example going back to your happy day story is Fonzie was a throwback. This is the seventies when this episode came out, like seventy four. I think it was the the end yeah. episode of the very first season. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Fonzie didn't say shit. He was at quiet all, the first he didn't yeah. even like riding a motorcycle, man. Yeah. I mean, Henry Winkler was scared to death of riding a motorcycle, but yet at every episode they showed him pulling up on one. He said that scared him to death. 
but he was a throwback then because he was actually as an actor acting younger than he was so he used his throwback experience in order to influence the younger cats that were at arnold's drive-in they were supposed to be high schoolers and stuff in the 70s chuck d another classic example a little bit older throwback knowledge man he put the knowledge out in the form of music and certain people listened to it certain people did not i certainly heard the message and especially when he was on yo mtv raps he always put out something knowledgeable and positive yeah uh, we and Mo the, D and Mo and Kool Mo D. Cool yeah, D. Yeah. Cool D. I yeah. got to see him in concert, man, back yeah. in the early 80s. Yeah, that was yeah, one of yeah, the best yeah. shows. Mo, I yeah, ever Mo, seen. Mo was one of the original lyricists, too. Yeah, well, yes, he, he, he puts mm -hmm. on a show, but I can mm -hmm. say that for sure because I got mm -hmm. to see him live and it was he had been popular for like a year or so when he came around to the little it was a rock and roll nightclub, but they converted it over that night and it was a diverse crowd, man. It was cool, but I lived, you know, in Colorado in Colorado Springs, which is a military town. It was a diverse crowd, it was so much fun that was the best show i think i've ever seen live mm -hmm. even though we went on new year's eve and seen the confunction show with uh uh lakeside, lakeside. yeah lakeside yeah. that was i was and a great midnight show. star yeah midnight, midnight star. star that was a man that was a great show man i, I missed out on some of it you I, know i danced but, uh, the whole time i, but, I man that's that, that. I, I saw lakeside though but god damn that motherfucker that that was fun man. That was, and th those are throwbacks those are the people that we're more, not necessarily emulating but we heard the message that they were sending mm -hmm. and we went ahead and hung out yeah that was man i danced the whole time that, yeah. that i danced I, like i've never danced before that was so much fun and my man turned it out man i mean every, every spot we went to you know uh we're we're in okc uh bricktown strip and shoot, my man, man. I mean, damn near every spot we went to was like, shit, what's going on over here? I was like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> I, got my, I got my picture you know. taken with more women that night than I can remember in a long time. But it's not about the number of women you get your picture taken with. It's the message that you send while you, before you have your picture made. And each one of them thanked me. Each one of them, I brightened each one of them's evening. They were not looking forward to having a, it was New Year's Eve. So, but we still had a great time, man. And we, we just throwbacks went and we showed out. We looked good doing it too. Yeah. So, and then we went back to the hotel and he went to his room. I went to mine. We both got freshened up, looked like a million bucks each one, went down to the bar, started all over again, went to the concert, did it again. Man, our real G's do it. Real baby. G's. You yes. know what I'm saying? The real throwback G. I, I try not to, you know, tell a lot of stories like this in front of a lot of the young people that I know now because I'm trying to ease knowledge onto them because a lot of them have been blocked by technology where they're not quite as receptive and they kind of revert back into their shell. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm a very forward person. You have to understand the message that I'm bringing in order for you to have the fun that I'm having because I am genuinely having fun. You know, my wife, God rest her soul. Uh, prevented me from having fun for many years, but it is what it is. I mean, I did the best I could while she was alive. I took care of her. Everybody said it. Her doctor said that was the reason that she stayed alive. Irrelevant. The bottom line is once I got out from underneath it, I realized what a fake world this is nowadays. There are so many fake people out here, and especially, and I'm not trying to put women down because I love the crap out of some women, but some of these women come off with their game and it's like phenomenally fake and you can see right through it, you know, and my man, Mr. RG over here is the one that said, hey, let me point you out a little something here. And hey, oh, that one over there, watch this one because of that. He was right. Spot on the whole time. And me, I've learned from it, you know, because I'm a throwback like that. I'm receptive to that knowledge. I love that knowledge. That's the kind of knowledge that will carry you far in life. So. Man. And I'm just saying out there, there, you got to be careful in a fake world nowadays, especially if you're a young person that came up being used to this fake world. If you can spot you some throwbacks, man, wheeze off of them a little bit. Learn something because those are the cats who came before technology and know exactly 
what it's like. If the computer shut down tomorrow, I know what to do. If GPS shut down tomorrow, I know how to get there. If, uh, if everything shut down tomorrow and there were no more computers, I know what to do. I ain't scared. Shit, man, I tell you what, shit, that, it, you know, hell. By the time we end this podcast, hell, the game be, be done changed again with them chicks. You Probably know what I'm twice. Probably twice. They're going to change again with them chicks, man. They just change all the time. And so once again, so we're, not, we're, not, we're not putting women down at all. It's just that we're pointing out to them, if you listen to this podcast, hey, we see you. We saw what you did. We know what's going on. I mean, we ain't, we're not stupid by any means. We're both intelligent men. And we're throwbacks, you know. I mean, yeah. we came up through that. We saw what your mom did. And yeah. now that you're coming up, we see what you're doing because your mom gave it away for you back then. Yeah, who taught us? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, you think we learned from. Exactly. You know, who, who the fuck taught us, man? <laughs> nah, man. That's that's beautiful, man. You know what I'm saying? But you know, but you know, but the thing, you know, is you know, keeping it real, I guess. In a fake world, it's like, you know, what, what do you, what do you, you know, I mean, uh, to all that's listening, you know, try to concept this, man. You know, what, what's real to you might be fake to somebody else, and what's fake to somebody else might be real to you. So, you know, take, take, you know, take, take the game that uh, Mr. Maximus and myself are trying to project, you know, in this podcast. Don't take it personal. I mean, because we're not talking about nobody young, not talking about the old, old in the, between, you know, nothing of that, none of that. We're just you know, pointing out the obvious of what's happening just, right now. Right. We just, we just, we just, you know what I'm saying? And, and hell, everybody, everybody, you know, still, you know what I mean? Still, still got to, you know, we're still growing, man. So, you know. Well, let, let me interject this, man. I saw at the beginning of this episode, I was talking about barbecue because I was talking about my lunch. Yes, sir. My lunch is a crazy thing because I will come to work after barbecue and, you know, I barbecue both days this weekend. So I have lunches for all this week and I've already portioned the food out and everything, man. I got some steak. I got some turkey sausage. I got some uh, uh, andouille sausage. I got uh, some chicken, some barbecued chicken. And I also got some pineapple that I barbecued. Then I serve it over a bed of vegetables with some rice and stuff. So I'm eating good. <clears throat> but the funny thing is, a lot of times, some of the people that will come around you when you have that stuff up and they say, oh, are you cooking? <laughs> can't, yep. you, can't, can't you smell it? Yep. My neighbors, yep. my neighbors that are younger than me, will still poke their head over the fence and say, "Is that you over there?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. else would it be? It still smells the same. I mean, yeah. and but I've even had the police stop by on New Year's Eve when I've been at home by myself. <clears throat> well, I said myself, my wife was alive back then, but she was resting and sleeping inside, and had the police come by because I was smoking out some uh, pork ribs, some baby back ribs. And he poked his head over and said, hey, is anything on fire back there? I said, no, I'm just cooking. If you come back in 30 minutes, I'll give you a plate. That's what throwbacks do. They yeah. share. I'm that's some straight jeeks. I watched it, man. And the, I saw him pull up. Dude, I have a stockade fence. You can see cars pull up. I saw him pull up over there. And I said, yeah. hey, come back here to the back gate. And I already had a plate. I just pulled off the grill, put some beans on there, some macaroni and cheese, a biscuit, and some pineapple on there for him and said, here, uh, happy New Year's Eve. I hope you don't have to work too hard. Please enjoy this. Yeah. He was, he was delighted, and he was a much younger police officer, and I see him in the grocery store from time to time, yeah. and he always says, hey, to me, he knows the throwback that gave him that food that night. And Even though we weren't around New Year's Eve because uh, Mr. Aji and I went to the concert, <laughs> I guarantee he drove by my house waiting to see the smoke. <laughs> I guarantee right. that's what happened because I cooked with Fruit Woods, man. That was my style back when I was younger. It's my style now. 
Well, see, the generosity is what, what broke down the, you know, saying those barriers, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, man, you know, yeah, you're not going to agree and like everything you see. But I've always been a, a man, a person, like, like look, man, okay, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, you know I'm, not, I'm not trying to hurt nobody, man. You right. Know what I mean, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 still be me, you know what I'm saying? And show, you know, this and that, this and that, but you know, but <clears throat> for me, I've learned that I'm old enough now as a throwback to go ahead and share the knowledge that I have gained over the years because when I was younger, I used to hang around some throwbacks and didn't even know it. I didn't even realize there were throwbacks and stuff, but I did learn from them. I learned how to do some fishing. I learned how to do some barbecuing, especially the barbecue, and that was my favorite thing. <clears throat> my grandma was the meanest old German lady you could ever meet, and she lived up on a plateau in Colorado way off from Canyon City, like 50 miles away from Canyon City in the, by the rural, uh, it was past Royal Gorge and even, but in a canyon over there, and she lived on a plateau above it. And we used to drive up there when we were kids, and I could see the smoke rolling off the top of the plateau because she lived on the end of it. And... uh it was cool. It, it was cool because uh, you knew what you were in for that day. So but I think we're about to cut this episode short, man. Uh, I think we, we've given out it a little bit enough and watch carried on in another episode. What do you think? Man, I think it's beautiful, man. You know what I'm saying? We're just, uh, you know, just sharing, uh, you know, some of our experiences, you know, as throwbacks. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, hopefully the rest of the world will catch on. You know, I mean, not, not, not that that's a diss at the rest of the world, but. I think the rest of the world is faking the motherfucker, you know? And, you Just, know. I guess the bottom line is here, don't be as fake as the rest of the world. Be yourself. Be genuine. Don't be as fake as the rest of the world. So I guess on that, we're going to go ahead and cap this episode. And thank you very much for listening to us. Be aware of the children that are missing. And you all have a great day. Peace and blessings.